sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. Wow, I am so excited today. We definitely have a global, we got to do a have a global impact this morning, Dr. D. We've got Karina from Germany. How are you doing, Karina? Yeah, guten Tag from Germany to all the teens in Germany and all over the world to listening in. Good to now be got, here. Yeah, we've got Natalie in the house, okay, from Russia to Rome, and she's checking in from Rome. How are you doing, Natalie? Uh, hello, everybody. I'm doing great, and I'm very excited to be on the show and to uh, meet all of you here. Great team. Right then, we have our view from the deck because you can't you kind of put in all this spirits together. We have to have our local tarot reader. How are you doing, Christine Marie? I'm doing great. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Right, we've got Dr. D, our producer, heading in on 14 years, and at the end of the show, we're going to be doing our SB 360 recap. Hey, do you smell like up dog? Uh, uh, up dog. <laughs> what? What's what's up dog? What's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do that to me every week? No, man. It's <laughs> you know, the thing that's exciting for me on this particular program, not to that any of the other programs haven't been, we are literally coming to you from around the world, okay? And the quality of both audio and video is absolutely incredible i can only imagine what international long distance phone calls must have sounded like back in the 50s and 60s with landlines that's what we call them now whereas here we are on zoom the internet and we can it's as if they're in the studio with us and i'm very excited yeah. about that part yeah well i'm really most excited once I, you know you reach out to people on the internet and you don't really know you're gonna basically we all have this personal journey and i just believe i could feel it in this room today yeah. right now magical things gonna take place because we've connected and that's what the magic and christine marie is always she says it best throw it out there christine what do i say what do i say <laughs> you always say you always say like you to know this magic when one hits another one dominic you say it too you mean oh gosh Go ahead, Kristen. I'm, I'm, I'm not. You mean? I mean, well, well. This is what I like to think of. Everyone who's supposed to be here is exactly the right people to be here. Everything that's said is exactly the right thing to be said. And um, everyone who's listening are the exact people who need to listen. And it's all perfect, just like that. It's all unfolding exactly as it should. Nice. There's something about the timelessness of the universe that when you hear wise things, it's the right time for you. You're not late. You're right on yeah. time. Yeah. Right. And we and the whole thing for me is just being, you know, pretty much a lifelong coach. And I just have always been that Pied Piper since I was a little girl growing up, always trying to connect. And I just love kids is to have some tips and tools from our leaders. I didn't get a lot of that growing up. So it's nice because I think they're so they've got so much stuff going on right now. And it's nice to get that little whatever the messenger is sometimes. Christine, you could have told me something, you know, 30 times and all of a sudden Karina says the same exact thing. It's like your parent. I've always let that go as a parent. I've always tried to create, 
be in a village. And I could have said that 150 times, but the neighbor said it. And then my son repeats what the neighbor said. And I'm like, oh, that's just, that's so brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) My mom used to get so frustrated when I was a teenager about that. I would, she would tell me stuff over and over. And then I would come back and say, oh my gosh, mom, guess what so-and-so told me. Do you know? Have you heard? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I want to just wring the child's neck. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Let's do this. I want to jump right to it. Um, Let's take a break right now. We're going to shake it out, as they say. And then I want to have Karina do a little background on her. And then Natalie do a little background on her. And then I think this show is just going to flow like it does magically every single week. So let's everybody get up, shake it out. Commuters, we love you. Santa Barbarians, we love you. The world, we love you. We'll be right back. Noch eine Münze in die Jukebox Und sie spielt unser Lied die ganze Nacht We are back and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show I am your host Erica, the Queen of Teen Please tune in Every single Tuesday 9am Yeah, hi again So my name is Corinna Maharani And I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner Which means that I practice this ancient medicine from India Mother of all medicine, they call it And I've done this work for 30 years. And it's so interesting that just in the last, I want to say 10, 15 years, there's really been a great interest um, in the younger generations in healing, uh, meditation, yoga, um, herbs, healing modalities. And I think that's really uh, amazing. I think there's really like a movement because the teens and young people are now looking for guidance and it's not with the parents or their teachers. It all comes kind of from within. That is the sort of the holistic approach of healing. And I'm so loving um, that so many new uh, students come to learn these new modalities. And, you know, what, um, what I think that they take away is usually the sense of, Oh, I'm not alone in this. You know, there's um, a connecting element to the healing that makes this that makes those that come and find holistic healing uh, understood more. You know what I mean? Wonderful. So you have a school, right? I do. I have an online school, but I also teach classes live in Santa Barbara. It's for those that want to learn how to help other people with holistic medicine, you know, maybe do treatments or body work. Or, you know, teach them about uh, living healthier in general. And it's called the Maharani Academy. Maharani means the great queen. So uh, in Sanskrit. So Maharani Academy is a, is a place for people to kind of check out if they want to, um, you know, perhaps walk the path of being of service to other people, which is, you know, very satisfying to oneself. So if, uh, as far as if you have a class in Santa Barbara, how do you go about that? You show up at a certain place, you're in a group with a bunch of people. How does, how does that work? Yeah. So usually twice a year, I offer these online um, uh, cl- trainings. They last three months. And it's usually in spring. I start again on March 16th. And it's online, first of all, every Saturday morning. And then after 12 sessions, that's about three months, 
um, the students are done and they can um, come to uh, study then the hands-on things. Because, you know, you can be a scholar and read a million books, but it's really sometimes the learning on how to touch somebody, how to lay a hand on someone or how to perform a treatment that really can make an immediate shift in a person. So I, I like to take it out of just the theoretical world and also become very practical. How do you give somebody a head or foot massage? You know, how do you um, perhaps do an herbal scrub on the face? And all these things are very, um, you know, they need to be learned from a person and they need to be given and received. So that's what I'm really loving to do. You know, as you speak of of individuals being able to do this, uh, my uh, uh, my mother shared this very I'll share a very brief story uh, when they first met, and she knew when she finally decided, yeah, I want to hang with this guy for a while. She knew that if he she was having she had this pain in her shoulder, she just knew that if he put his hand on her shoulder, that pain would go away. He did, and it did. And I, my dad was not uh, a healer. He was not in that context, like, like you, okay? You, this is your vocation, if you will, your life's purpose. It wasn't his, but she just knew this. And so I find that interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, love heals, you know, when somebody loves you and they touch you with that, yeah. then they're already, you're already there. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got to, it's like, we're going to get to uh, Natalie after this, because the whole premise here is loving yourself. Don Sanders is our is our massage therapist. What say you, Don? Yeah, well, you're speaking my language. You know, I, I <laughs> got into body work because my mother was a nurse injured on the job and asked if she could teach me some things to work on her. And that was oh. the start. she planted a seed. And many years later, when I was trying to decide, well, my wife and I joke, we're still trying to decide what we want to be when we grow up. But I, <laughs> I, decided, I decided to go to massage school and um, to uh, practice on the therapeutic side of those modalities rather than just the purely relaxation modalities. Yeah. Christine, Christine, I've been on your table. I don't know what it is. I don't know the science behind it, whatever. But I know you, you're all into this. Talk about what you do. Well, what I do, well, what I, what, what, I, what came to mind as, um, as, as I was listening to um, Karina, Karina was that um, when I went, when I was in my early twenties, I actually went to acupressure massage school in Berkeley, actually, and it was amazing because what I learned, the most important part of it for me as a young person, was I learned where I held things in my body and I hadn't known before, and so I would, we would be doing massage and different things, and I would literally start releasing and I would start. Crying crying and I'd literally be walking down the street crying and I, and people would be like, are you okay? I'd be like, yeah, I'm just releasing, you know, and it was an interesting thing to get comfortable, not only with my body and other people's body and touching in a healthy way and touching in a good way, but also getting in touch with my own emotions and what I held in my body was such a powerful experience for me in my early, in my early twenties, in my youth. I really am super grateful for it. And I've done a lot of other things studying energy work and all sorts of different things. And, you know, I just, uh, I, I do lots of stuff. <laughs> well, we have in the house Natalie, who actually has her PhD, okay, in psychology. Natalie, what components you don't actually do? You're all mental, right? Um, yes. So uh, let me introduce myself briefly. I'm Natalie May. I was born in Moscow. And uh, I was uh, born in a family of uh, professors. 
of economics. And um, I, so I grew up, uh, we, we always had um, like um, students in my home. My father was like tutoring them. And so I grew up in this kind of atmosphere when there was a lot of, uh, you know, like academic knowledge passed around. So it was uh, probably inspired me to uh, study psychology later in my life. But, you know, when I was growing up, I had, um, you know, a lot of um, uh, difficulties because first uh, uh, country like USSR as a country, it fell apart. So it left me with real like mental issues. I was struggling with mental issues. And then uh, my father also, he um, stopped working as a, um, as a professor and he went to business. So he started focusing on the money and he started drinking and eventually he became an alcoholic. So I was growing up with an alcoholic in my home and it was um, like quite painful, like seeing my father turning from like a, a, a person that's now like, um, you know, admired by his students into uh, a person who couldn't even speak to me. He didn't take any participation in my uh, upbringing, you know, and my mom was always upset because he was like, um, you know, like not the same person anymore so it was quite hard for me um, and so and i can imagine that a lot of um um you know teens and kids they're growing up in this kind of home so i can really relate uh, to them and um maybe uh, that's why i believe it's very important to uh, give the support to uh, the kids and teens who don't have the support from their own families yeah so um so uh, when um, also when uh, I was growing up, we had to move from Russia to uh, abroad to another country because Russia was full of um, like bad people, <laughs> like gangsters and police. They were uh, like, you know, going after the businessmen. They were trying to take money from them. So we moved to Hungary and I was the only Russian girl in my school and I was, um, you know, bullied for being Russian. Uh, and uh, so I went through the bullying part as well, and I was so upset with the bullies that I um, just stopped going to school, and I didn't tell to my parents about this because my parents were in conflict with each other, and uh, they were just, you know, annoyed every time I would just, you know, give them my, um, let's say, concerns or just tell them that something is going on, they would just be annoyed even more. So I didn't want to share this with them. So I ended up with, uh, falling out from the school and, uh, you know, not um, being able to relate with my parents. So I was like completely alone in the world for many, many years. So, let me, let me um, ask you this. Mm -hmm. Let me ask yeah. you this. You're um, I, I, being brought up by an alcoholic father. I get all that. And then the thing is, is now you slid into drug abuse yourself personally. And this is what I always found fascinating is because you got yourself out of that and learned um, what was the break? I mean, you know, not not everybody gets out of substance abuse. OK, that we you hear about this, you see it. And there's there's paths you can take once you get involved in substances. And what was the thing that got because you have to everyone has to fall. Everybody's depth of falling is different. So where did you what was the thing that made you stand up on your own um you, you know i've been uh, through multiple addictions in my life starting from smoking addiction when i was 15 years old and then uh, uh drinking addiction when i was also like in 18 years and then throughout my life i had the drinking addiction like come and go because um 
you know, drinking uh, like alcohol was a natural therapy like around me. So everyone used it for, for self self medication, whatever problem from, from the stress, you know. And um, later in life, when I came to live in Miami, uh, I unfortunately fall into the drug addiction because drug culture is huge in Miami. Uh, and um, so I was, you know, uh, hanging out with wrong people and uh, going to clubs and partying. And eventually I uh, found myself uh, deep, deep down in this um, in this uh, culture, in this hall. And from which uh, it was completely, you know, impossible to get out uh, if if I didn't take certain measures but um you know what i did i was just like you know woke up one day and realized that i'm losing my life i'm losing my business i'm losing my mind because i started to have hallucinations from you know mixing uh, various types of drugs i did uh, like weed and coke and drinking so mixing all that up i started having hallucinations like once i hallucinated that i died and uh, i went to this guy you know and uh, i i met with the with the higher power and I, I never told this to anyone but um you know i realized i was dead and uh, i kind of you know begged the gods to bring me back to life and uh, i promised that i would change and i will help people to change for better so <laughs> i came back from this and um as a new person and uh, i just cut all the contacts with the people uh, you know with my previous people who were you know using drugs and drinking and partying i just deleted all the numbers i blocked them and deleted all the numbers and uh, i um, i even you know i i connected with the churches i connected with the presbyterian church in miami and i start, started doing some volunteer work with them and uh, so I came out uh, uh, from from this like this, you know, by I mean, you know, that's um, you know just the, the power so, of my wheel. That is so. <laughs> I mean, Dominique, you you understand that whole spirit? It's like almost a spirit left and then a new spirit arrived. Talk about that. Well, it, it's so amazing how when you have life experiences that uh, you realize there's more. There's more than the reality, the physical reality that you're interacting with all the time. And you realize that, wow, there's like this ancient wisdom about who am I? And that who am I question comes up when you experience addictions and then you try to heal yourself and so forth. So we want teens to know that um, life gives you lots of opportunities to face yourself in the mirror and go, who am I today? <laughs> How am I seeing life? How am I seeing reality? Yeah, Don. Yes, Natalie, I, I love what you're saying. And uh, every every teen needs to be able to look inside and take that deeper dive. And unfortunately, the crucible for that sometimes, I mean, you know, there has to be a lot of times you have to be undergoing suffering to examine. If everything is okay, you might kind of want to bounce along lightly and just think you want to enjoy life. But to really enjoy life, you have to go, you have to plumb those depths. You have to understand yourself better. So I really applaud your journey and what you've done. Yeah. Super. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the kind words. And uh, you know, this uh, all this experience that actually brought me to uh, to be interested in psychology. And this is how I, uh, you know, I went on the path of becoming a psychologist. So I'm quite fresh in psychology because of most of my life I was in business. 
uh, and um, you know, but all these experiences, you know, so uh, I realized that uh, money is not everything, and there is, uh, you know, even when you reach uh, like a level of wealth, and you don't need to. Uh, be worried about your future. Uh, there will be still uh, a lot of things that you need to worry about. You know? So uh, and um, um, self love is uh, you know the most important uh, thing that we need to learn to cultivate, and especially as kids, because a lot of kids uh, are uh, searching for love outside because they don't get it in their homes, they don't get it from their parents because the parents also are. Um, you know, they didn't get it from their own parents, and it's passing from generation to generation, unfortunately. And uh, so here we are, the, you know, 8 billion people on the planet, and most of us uh, never experienced the true love, and we are searching for it outside. But uh, what I strongly believe is we need to uh, really look inside and search for, for our own power to become our own uh, best friend, our own parent, and, and do what was best for us, not like in monetary or in uh, you know in uh, material but in uh, spiritual and emotional and psychological uh, perspectives definitely dominique <laughs> you know what's huge for teens to know is that everybody's life experiences are different but yet we share things that are the same and that's why we tell archetypal stories because that helps us find patterns of how do we come is frequently we're facing darkness inside. When we go inside, it's, uh, sometimes it's a little scary. We don't, have, we don't have the answers, and the adults around us may not seem to have the answers. But there's something about working with professionals like Natalie, like Karana, and even uh, getting massages and, and working with Tarot, with Christine. When we work with these people, we get to hear our own story. We speak it out. And when we hear our own stories, I want teens to know that the answers start to descend. And we start, we realize, wow, I know what to do. My body's telling me the right thing to do. My body's propelling me towards health and normal. And, and that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Well, that's a beautiful thing. All we got to do, we're going to have to get beautiful messages because we have people that love Team Sports Radio going in on 14 years. And what we do as a show is support our community. All right. So let's take a break. We'll be back with more after these messages. Come on in, work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight, we gon' dance around where all my steppers at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. Now step it to your left. Now right out in, left out in. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. 9 a.m. For Teen Sports Radio, I'm Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com, and I'm here to bring you a huga. This is a Danish expression for a feeling of comfort, and it's not, uh, it's not unlike receiving a physical hug without actually receiving the physical hug. And as you've heard us be, been talking already this morning, and as uh, I set the table for last week when we were talking about be yourself, today I want to acknowledge uh, this week I passed uh, the 40-year mark in my 
in my SDI Nichiren Buddhist practice, uh, under my mentorship of under the mentorship of Daisaku Ikeda. Um, and uh, Daisaku Ikeda recently passed uh, in uh, passed away, died in November, after a lifetime, sixty years or more of teaching people all over about about Buddhism and about the subject that we were talking about. How all through human history, we've never been able to get rid of discord and finding things wrong. And for you teen athletes, you know it's very related to sports, and I'll explain why. You know, we want to we want to muster our own personal power and we want to share that with others and we want to be able to demonstrate it. And and that's what team sports part of what team sports do. And this mustering of power, it's very if we were to do our inner work, as we've been talking about, and use that to create bonds of friendship and trust in this world, it would be a completely different world. And it is possible, but you have to believe that you could take this journey and you could do that. And so Sensei Ikeda taught me myself and many, many others uh, about, you know, if you if you just make up your mind to never give up this quest, then uh, it's not just the absence of violence that's that's going to turn the tide. You know, like if we just stop having violence, it's it's finding, you know, within an imperfect world, still being able to find joy. And and that requires an inner transformation, which is what uh, all the people this, that Karina and Natalie have been uh, speaking to this morning. And I remember I was a very unhappy young man uh, six years before I met this practice. Only one woman ever told me about it. At 21, I was considering, I, I was very close to, to considering suicide. I mean, I was, I was right there. My mom was a nurse. She brought home prescription drugs sometimes and did a little self-medicating and I had planned to take a jar of those and go up in the foothills behind my house and take them all and see what happened. And so coming back from there, you know, it's just I, I love what's going, you know, this dialogue we're having here this morning, because, um, you know, Sensei Ikeda met with Nelson Mandela when he got off that Rikers Island after 27 years of imprisonment, and he was about to assume the presidency of South South Africa. And if you've seen this movie, I can't remember the name of it right now, with Matt Damon and Morgan Freeman, what what Mandela uh, chose to do to unite all the divided factions in South Africa was to give the, the national rugby team a challenge to win the World Cup championship. And and so there's a great scene in the movie where, you know, these Dutch uh, whites and these blacks are out in a circle playing catch with the rugby ball. And Nelson Mandela is looking outside the window and his secretary comes over and he bumps her and points and, and goes like, look, you know, it's happening. There's 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 a connection being built. And so for 40 years, you know, I've, I've been uh, working on myself, trying to, uh, you know, when I feel when I feel a loss of hope, a lack of hope about how we're treating other species, how we're treating each other as humans, how we're not in harmony with our Mother Earth. I, I continuously reflect, you know, it starts with me. What could I do? When I was in my practice, I was I auditioned for this Buddhist chorus and we would sing for the public and for our members at events. And we would take pop songs that were relatable to our message and we would sing those to encourage people. One of them was Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. So if you remember that one, I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. 
If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Wow. There you go. That's what no, I want. Yes. This is Christine Marie, um, View from the Deck. I, I was just want to say that that just reminds me of that, that I forget who does the quote, the quote, who it comes from, but it says, I think it's Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. And one of the things that I do when times are so difficult right now, and things are, there's a lot of hard stuff going on in the world, is that I just get really, I try to raise my own vibration and, and, and bring and see the things that I'm grateful for. And, and I try to make my part of the world a little bit a better place that I can, because there are, what can I control? What the three things you know what i mean like what can i control what i can't i control i can't control anybody else or do or what anybody else is doing but i can control what i'm going to focus on and for me that helps me make my world a better place and hopefully it helps make the whole world a better place yeah kenny Loggins said that lyric what does it avail a man to gain a fortune and lose his soul so, you know, there's nothing there. There's nothing wealth. You, you know, you, you can't take it with you when you die. None of it, you know, but if you if I mean, like just this morning, my impetuous little puppy, well, just my big puppy over a year, you know, I've been sort of reticent to let it run off leash when we're together because I thought it would run away. And so this morning I experimented three times with off leash and uh, boy, she was so happy. She came back. I put her on leash. She didn't even pull on the leash. It was like we'd achieved we'd achieved a moment of peace there, you know, between us because she's only been listening to my wife, wouldn't listen to me. And, and so it was just this little reminder, you know, you work on yourself, you work on yourself. It's like, we, we think it's about the other and they've got something we want and all these permutations, you know, but, and, and even, you know, uh, for teens in your sport, it, it's not really about the conquest and all the titles and all that. If you listen to the greats like magic Johnson and uh, Derek Jeter in baseball, on and on, I could go on and on, you know, they talk about their associations, their teammates, their coaches, their mentors, how they overcame their own weaknesses, how they still, you know, Ronnie Lott in football, I, you know, there's endless examples of these guys and gals, you know, uh, very capable, like Lisa Leslie, oh my gosh, you know, in, in women's basketball, they, they, have, they have really, really done their inner work at the same time that they've united and won championships in their respective sports. Natalie, when you talk, when you have uh, people that you're working with, what, um, are there tools or tips that you use to help them? Um, is it, you know, and, and Karina, you can follow up after Natalie. Uh, so uh, I am a big believer that uh, all the addictions start from uh, emotional traumas or psychological traumas. So no one just starts using like substances because uh, on regular basis uh, without nothing. Yes. So number one uh, tool uh, for me is to uh, really like think like why uh, are you doing this to yourself? Why are you self-destructing? So what's the problem? Why you hate yourself so much? What can't you cope with? You know, so we are digging for the reason why. And it's always, uh, you know, it's almost like 99% uh, of the time, it's um, the lack of uh, love. So people were abandoned or neglected when they were children, or there was some kind of conflict in the family uh, with the parents and they didn't get enough love. So, and um, uh, people don't know how to uh, show love or receive love. And that's why they isolate themselves 
uh, and uh, they comfort themselves uh, with the substances. So this is almost always the case. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why for people, uh, you know, in order for them to stop uh, like using the substances, they must uh, switch their attention from from this um, from the world or from the past, what they're focused on, and focus on building a new life, completely new life. So, um, you know, uh, in, in order to see the change, we need uh, to stop fighting the old and uh, start building the new. So this is my strategy. We are building the new life for people, and I have eight-step process to uh to create the new life so uh i am working with people so first of all uh, we are uh, uh, finding out what they want to achieve by the end of their life so uh, i ask them to imagine the gravestone when they're dead and uh, what should be written on them how they want to be remembered right well i don't want to get too i don't want to get too deep because we still have another section but i also want to have karina add the um nutritional component as well Okay, because I don't, I can't see how you just do all this mindfulness training and then you eat McDonald's, right? I mean, I just don't, I, I don't, I think it has to just be a whole clean slate from the beginning to end. But what we'll do before we get started, when we get uh, back, I want to have also uh, Christine pull a card for you, Natalie. Mm. All right. Yeah, she's going to pull a card for you. I'm excited. So let's get to that more after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back. The Queen of Teen, please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie with the View from the Deck, and I'm picking a card for somebody. Was it? Is it Natalie or, or, Natalie. or Corinna? Okay, Natalie, just tell me when to stop shuffling. Stop. Okay. Um, um, and do you want me to pick from the top, the bottom, or the middle? Stop. The top. Okay. Oh my gosh, Natalie, you got the sun, the most positive card in the deck. Oh. Yeah, this oh, is a card that says <laughs> This my is a favorite. card this is a card that says if the things have looked dark or been hard that the sun is shining now. It always reminds me of the Beatles song. Here comes the sun. Oh. And it's a beautiful song and it's a beautiful card of just positivity and light. And also just I want to remind us all that at least in the northern hemisphere, we passed the winter solstice, which was the shortest day of the year and now we're we're moving the days are getting longer and the, and the sun is is getting brighter every day a tiny little bit yeah nice fantastic natalie how can we get a hold of you uh, i left my contact details uh in the chat and uh, my website is uh, like my name nataliemay.com so uh you can chat with me there my whatsapp link is there so uh please uh everyone how, how do you spell Na- how do you spell natalie M-A-T-A-L-I. May. Uh, and my last, yes, M-E-I. Dot com. Dot com, yes. Wonderful. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. That, well, we, we met each other on Facebook, so there you go. Up to <laughs> Facebook. There Yay. you go. How can we get a hold of you? 
Me? Yes. Uh, you can um, go to uh, the website is maharani.us, like the country. And Maha is M-A-H-A-R-A-N-I. So maharani.us. That's me. And there you can contact me. There's a contact page and you can learn a little bit more about the programs. Nice. And uh, uh, Christine, what about you? Can't look, I can't forget you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I am working on a website that is a view from the deck.com, but I haven't gotten really onto it yet. But you can find me <laughs> in Facebook at a view from the deck and um, uh, 805-350-2705 is my phone number. Yeah, let's blow up that phone number. Roxanne is starting to size real doing? high. How do we get a hold of you? Uh, 805-236-2684. Nice. All right, wanna, we've got uh, SB360 coming right up after this. But first off, I want to thank everybody in the world that's checking in on Team Sports Radio. I so appreciate Eternity Ready Radio, Jeremiah Ferris. We love you for replaying our podcasts five days a week, nine o'clock central time um, to the world. We love you. Um, so grateful for laser media. And now we're part of a, a, a huge media infrastructure, 47 stations, two states. Dr. D, adore you. Are you ready to do SB360? I am ready, willing, and able. Uh, all right. What's, I, hey, I smell, I still smell, I still smell it. So <laughs> Uh, up dog up dog uh, 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 yeah okay we'll be back up, dog? we'll be back with sb360 right after this sweet And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. SB 360. Here we go. Hey, Dr. D, before we get going, fun fact. Uh huh. Did you, do you know why golfers always bring, professional golfers always bring an extra pair of slacks with them? Uh, no. Why do professional golfers bring an extra pair of slacks with them? In case there's a hole in one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, they can't put that on their scorecard. And with that, uh, what we exactly. can't can put on our exactly. scorecard is uh, this week's this week's Athletes of the Week. And it's Carpinteria Basketball's uh, Amarias uh, Camargo and San Marcos Soccer's Jose uh, Ramirez. And they led their teams to big wins last week uh, to earn the Athlete of the Week honors. And they both will, uh, they, they basically were honored uh, yesterday, Monday, which just so happens to have been Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Beautiful. All right, let's start from the top down. We're going to go to my alum. We got Westmont. Uh, Westmont falls to Concordia, sadly, 62-46. Um, they just scored four points in each of the first two quarters. So they were down 33-8 to eight at halftime. I can't even imagine what possibly could you say to the girls. Uh, myself, personally, if coaching all those years, and I've had, I had had situations, 
and actually have come back and won in the second half. Um, I was really good at giving out blender cards to my kids. So any <laughs> kids will do anything for a milkshake. Let me do, tell you this. Do you know, uh, I loved those cards. I even got a few of them and I wasn't even playing a sport. I know, right? <laughs> that's, that's, hey, I know how to pull. I know what kids are motivated by. But honestly, if I went in there at half, 33-8, I would have a fire ceremony. I'd be saging, okay? Because, <laughs> I mean, really, eight points for college, and I don't even care on whatever level. But the nice thing is, I got to say, they did step it up with two minutes left in the game. They were actually only down 10. Um, but Concordia iced the game, making six of eight free throws. So uh, shout out to Bailey Fong uh, with 14 points leading Westmont. What else you got, Deke? I've got the Cat Boys basketball edging out Carpentry in a battle of, and it took me a couple of seconds to figure out what this meant, uh, in the battle of the 192 uh, by the score of 37-34 on Saturday. Now, it only took me a couple of seconds because obviously these two schools are on the 192, which is either Fountain uh, Foothills or Cathedral Oaks. One of the two. Needless to say, it's all 192, and despite uh, Cat coming out on top it was the Warriors they started the game in control including a 19 point second quarter uh, that the car uh, that uh, put Carpentry up uh, 26 uh, 17 and that was at halftime unfortunately they came away with the loss Ooh. what do you got for what? us what do I got I got Bishop girls basketball that's what I got my kids went to Bishop you know I got my hearts out there uh, so they took out Kate this last week, and uh, Jay Lee Coronado had a huge first half, knocking down four threes, and the Bishop led 16-10 at half. Coronado also was a monster on defense. And the cool thing when I was reading about this, um, she's playing with her sister. What a blessing. Jamie helped out. Sister Jamie helped out with seven points. Again, a blessing to be able to place two sisters on the same squad there. Go Cardinals! What's going on, D? What do you got? Well, the last one I've got here has to do with uh, Alisa Martin's career night. Helps the UCS helps UCSB take over first place in the Big West. Uh, that is, of course, the women's basketball uh, tournament. Uh, and uh, so we wish them uh, good luck in that tournament as we uh, uh, head uh, in Long Beach, by the way, which is where they're playing these games. And, of course, uh, uh, we uh, certainly wish them all the, all the luck in the world in the Big West. Nice. I got a couple more things here. Let's go back to uh, let's stick with basketball. All right. And then we'll go to uh, girls water polo. OK. So in basketball, uh, we had a little cross ca- uh, county rival here, San Marcos. OK, they get to the thunder hut okay and they they rain down on okay. <laughs> natasha bender leads all scores uh with a game high of 17. she was definitely the game wrecker coach sims of san marcus was asked about the physical size of his team because they're pretty much a small squad this year mm. but he said you know i'm paraphrasing here you say we're small but we think big he said they're mentally and physically strong and he said he's a physical coach and he loves physical games. So today, Tuesday, Santa Barbara's on the road to Rio Mesa, San Marcos. So you want to check out a game. They both are playing at 7 o'clock. Santa Marco, Marcos is hosting Pacifica. Both games, again, start at 7 p.m. And the last thing I want to talk about this mm-hmm. last week, they had the Tournament of Champions at Santa Barbara High School and in water polo. And sadly, San Marcos sunk to Foothill. 
<laughs> okay. Well, that's probably a good way to put it, yes. Yeah, I know, really. So, so seven six. And earlier this season, they did defend in double uh, no overtime the Knights, beating them 11-10. So, yeah, that's what we got this week. But I also want to close out by thanking Dr. May. How about this, Dr. D? We got Dr. May was from Rome. Karina Maharani was from Germany. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's it's amazing stuff, and it's I, people are like, oh boy, how long you been doing this? I'm like, 14 years. But if you just go to SoundCloud, if you wanted to catch this again without uh, a commercial B program, we put everything up on SoundCloud, and it's all on Facebook. And um, yeah. if you want to look around and see for the top uh, locations, checking us out, we had Paris this week that was all led all time highs, New York. Delhi, that's India. Hello, Frankfurt, yeah. Osaka, that's Japan, Absolutely. and Kushi, that's Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, Jay? What are we doing? Well, we're doing it right. I'll tell you what, and I I love it when I am able to, just like you, to bring in to the programs uh, folks from literally across the globe. It's that is so much fun. Uh, to uh, to have them on the program. So uh, you take us out, will you please? Yes. Hey, this is to the world, all right? God bless everybody. Peace out. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single